This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I was with Paul, uh, Newsman, and we were doing Newsman's Own Lemonade. Before, inventing the recipe. Inventing the recipe. Okay. So before you come along and say, oh, this is my favorite lemonade, oh, it's for charity. This is, I was involved in way before that, figuring out the first recipe. The original recipe. Yes, it was something we had been talking about for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, on the set of HUD. Uh, and I go to his house and I say, okay, we're finally going to do this. And he says, well, it's Paul Newsman lemonade. It should have eggs. You remember when I eggs? Ate, he says, you remember when I ate all those eggs in the movie? He says, I ate 300 eggs. And I said, I, I think it was 50. I saw, I don't remember it that well, but I don't think it was 300. 300 is a stretch. 50 is a lot. That's plenty. You should be proud of 50. But he said it was 300. Uh, He seemed to think that it was, that the movie was called 300. That the movie 300 was about him eating 300 eggs. And so he says, well, so obviously, one of the ingredients in the lemonade should be 300 eggs. And I say... Okay, do you have, and before I even finish saying do you have, he suddenly reveals, a panel opens up and there's 300, 600 eggs in it. Because he says, I'm going to eat 300 of these just for myself while we're here. Uh, Like a snack. Yes. And then we'll use the other 300 in in the recipe. Gotcha. And I say, okay, but this is like, this is not drink. This is not a drink. This is food. Is the first well, concern I had. You can drink an egg. Well, that's what he said. And yeah, he so said, I would take his side there. And he said, look, it comes with a glass. That yeah, it the, comes the, with its own cup. Two two cups per two egg. Two cups, yes. And he yeah. perfectly divides the egg into two equal halves with his hands. And then he's, and he says, uh, we want to do shots? Uh, throws back now 600 egg shots because it's two per sure. egg. And now he's too tired to do the lemonade. <laughs> and I knew you would have stuff, stuff to say about this. Yeah, I mean, you just, the little bit of ginger balances out like the 300 eggs. He the, was on the right track. The tang of the ginger, yeah. the savory flavor of the egg is balanced out by yes. that. Oh, that sharp tang of the ginger. And it's antibiotic. And it's a palate Properties cleanser. as well. And it's a superfood. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Handbook Insider's Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names on the Red Carpet Lineback Hallways of the Industry We Call Showbiz. I want to introduce my guest, Tim Baltz. I don't want to wait even one more second. I'm, I'm right here. I'm ready to go. It's really great to... Talk to Tim Baltz. Today especially. Today's interesting. Um, Sean is not here. Sean, uh, of course, if people have been following Sean on social media, you know that he has been um, following a snail for the last several days. Uh, he... he his goal, he says, is to get the honey. I think he says, I think he's under the impression that what the snail is leaving behind is honey. Is he picking up this trail that no. he thinks is honey? No, he doesn't want the snail to know that he's following it. Okay, so it, does he think that once the snail gets to a certain point, it's just going to dump a lot of honey, and that honey is leaking from its body right now? I think he, so this is, based on his posts, this is the impression that I'm under. He thinks that the snail is carrying a small supply of honey. Mm-hmm. And Sean, Sean talks about the marshmallow test a lot. 
Oh, yeah. The, how good he is at the marshmallow test. Are you familiar with this? That's how many marshmallows you can fit in your mouth at yes. once? Yes. Yeah. And so he said, this perfect example of the marshmallow test. I am, he wants, he desperately wants to eat the honey that the snail is carrying. But if he passes on eating this honey, the snail will get lead him back to the the big honey place. The trove. Thank you. I don't know, like, the technical That's for term the for this. Pack but, of honey. Yes, so so let, me unpa- let me unpack this a little bit more. He thinks that this small snail is headed to basically, like, uh, some kind of cave. It has one point. shipment of honey mm. where all other snails are leading to drop off their shipment to create yes. this super trove of honey. Yes. What a, he wants to eat a that. layman would know is the big honey place, but, yes, the Brett apparently says it's called the trove. That's so a super trove. A super trove. And he yes. wants to eat this whole super trove. He wants of honey. to eat the super trove and sell whatever he can't eat. <laughs> I mean, shrewd. And he says it's, uh, it's permanent. The famous thing about honey is it is a, a forever food. Yeah. That's and so true. you can theoretically make money on it forever. You can spread it on wounds. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. You didn't know that? He's, you gave me an okay, like okay. well, no, it makes sense. No, I do believe you. You can, you can, you can spread it on wounds. You can spread anything on wounds. Well, yeah, Brett, yes, yeah, but spreading honey on wounds will actually help the wound. You know? And you can't spread. I anything. don't want to help the wound. The wound. Hurts. You can't spread anything on a wound because you can't spread most things. But honey is famously spreadable. Okay, I don't like when people say, famously? "Oh, you don't know that's famous." Well, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know everything that is famous. So actually, the fact that you are saying that is famous is a lie. You know what? You know what I wish? Here's what I wish. Um, here's what I wish would happen. Hayes. I wish. I, <laughs> no, I was about to talk about Sean's quest for this honey. Okay. What I wish that Sean would do is pick up this one snail, suck the honey out of it that he thinks is inside. Okay, he wants to do that. I think it would only take the slightest provocation for. I hope he's not listening to this show. But this would, and because he'll be listening, it's not going to come out immediately. Right, but the, this seems like it could go on for a long time. Okay, well, if he picked up this one snail and he tried to suck the honey out of it, and yes. then, as we famously know, there is no honey in this snail. I'm sorry to say that again. Then that would disabuse him of the notion that per- perhaps there is this super trove of honey waiting for him with some bigger snail or all these snails dropping He their does honey not lips. give up. He does not admit that he's wrong very easily. See, I know this yeah. about you, too, from, from listening to this. So podcast. this is what would happen. He would suck the, the snail— and he would say, this is the most delicious honey I've ever had in my life. He's never had honey before, or he thinks that this is a new no, kind of No, he has. I think, no, I think in his head, he, he's going, the process he's going through is like, okay, this doesn't taste like at least most of the honey I've ever had. But to admit that this that there, honey was never a part of this mm-hmm. is a fate worse than death. He would never. So he'd say, oh, it's the most delicious honey. Eventually, he would start leading the, like, the neighborhood he would double down and start calling out to the neighborhood that he's discovered a famous new honey that is the sweetest and has the most healing properties. And everyone essentially becomes Deadpool. Okay. So maybe, yeah. And then he'd spread this, like, snail honey all over his wounds if yes. he had some or some of his neighbors. That's why I said, oh, okay, earlier because I was catching up to, he said, so I get the honey and then I am essentially Deadpool. Because of his healing properties. Yeah. I know. Well, <clears throat> I don't know. I gotta give that side because. Mm, well, I, all right. I wouldn't want to be Deadpool. I wouldn't want to be. You Deadpool. wouldn't want to be Deadpool. I wouldn't want to be. Be Deadpool. tough to enjoy Deadpool. That's the one curse of being Deadpool. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, you yeah. go see the movie and you can't appreciate it the way everyone else did because you are Deadpool. It's, yeah. It's, uh, but Doctor, I am Deadpool. Essentially, <laughs> is his life. One thing I want to point out about what's going on with Sean is it was 115 degrees in Los Angeles yesterday. I just think that's important context for what is going on with him and the snail. A lot of the stuff he was talking about yesterday was about how the snail was disappearing to try and hide from him. Yeah, if he's outside following a snail that keeps disappearing, like snails yeah. can't just up and disappear. Yeah. So it's possible he was having a hallucination based on heat, and it sounded like right. he did not beat the heat. But it could shrivel. It could shrivel. The snail. Yeah, snail could shrivel pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And then if he looks away and the snail is shriveled and he looks back yes. where it was and it's moved slightly and it's shriveled. Yes. Then, he, and then he thinks it's hiding from him. Right. He and again, this track. just makes him more Then he has to walk upset. back and find the trail, which he thinks is honey, which is actually a snail trail. Yes. And then relocate the shriveled snail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is all just to say no Sean. 
Okay, yeah, no, Sean. I, I, you know, when I noticed uh, uh, when I came in here and I asked where's Sean, you said he's not here today. That yeah. would have that would have sufficed for me. That would have been enough for me to. Okay, but you understand there's more people involved in this than just you and actually like 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 a hundred freaking thousand, two hundred thousand more. You're being modest. <laughs> it's like a lot of people, and especially with your fans. Oh, yeah, all the CISO heads? Yes. Just dying for their yes. continued CISO content? So we should explain for anyone who doesn't know Tim, Tim was the shrink on CISO, short for CISO Many Content. Uh, CISO <laughs> is no longer allowed to be online. They're dormant right now is what I've been told. Seized by the government, mm-hmm. I heard, yeah. for being technically a drug. Cease and desist for mm-hmm. not being regulated. Although, CISO and desist. You know, in Trump's America, it's possible that if we deregulate enough, CISO is just going to come raging back. Right. They're going to unshackle it. They're going to unshackle I, all that content. I hear, but some of the rhetoric, uh, like, I think it's like an opiate, technically, in terms of its effects. Right. CISO was. Mm-hmm. Would, would just make people, like, so blissed out more than, like, they'd ever been before. So well, I think it is technically against the law now. Right. Similar to OxyContin, it kind of dumps yes. all of its load in you right away. The payload is immediate release. Yes. No time release. Uh-uh. No. And it's long-lasting, too. Mm-hmm. So that it's the same hit that, that heroin addicts get. Yeah. And um, is it addictive? Oh, I don't know. Maybe try it. <laughs> Maybe try to watch this one. Or try to log on, try to play yes. something, have it freeze, and go to that dumb jackass screen with Richard IO80 on it, and then you're hooked even more because you can't wait for it to stop. You, you go to another show. Now you really want to watch this that show. That was their trick to get you to go from one show to another is that uh-huh. one show would freeze on that dumb jackass goddamn screen, and then you would go, all right, well, I'll watch an episode of Take My Wife, and then it yes. freezes t- you know, 12 minutes in, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, what's Gentleman Lobsters all about? Then that would freeze, and you go see, oh, what are some of these Britcoms all about? Suddenly you've watched... 90 seconds of every show. Yeah. And the cycle continues. And you see so many content that way. See so many content. Uh, so, but you were the shrink. I was the shrink. I was the shrink. And it took a long time to be the CISO shrink, to be honest. We started as a web series in 2011, made it into a pilot in 2012, took it to New York Television Festival, won a couple of awards, pitched it around town in 2013, sold it to Pivot in 2013, sat in development for two and a half years, got it back, sold it to CISO, and then made the shrink. Wow. That's quite a Hollywood Normally story. Normally we would like to stretch that out. That burned off a <laughs> lot of It did? Well if I was just hoping to take a longer walk through your career and now <laughs> I don't I'm not sure where else to go. The, the episode I should have said before, the episode was gonna be the shrink story where that would like pivot alone was gonna be like half how how long have we done in the show? This it's been like uh, seconds. No, it's been twelve minutes. 12 minutes. All right, okay. L- let me tell your listeners. Supposed I was, be, the show's supposed to be really long. If, if you go back, if your listeners go back and start from when I started that little like shrink, ramp yes, right yes, there, yes, yes. If they slow a it little down, shrink wrap. <laughs> if they slow, what some listeners me saying shrink shrink wrap. Sorry, we'll make some of the listeners horny. We should cut that. How come? A lot of these guys are like sh- they like to shrink wrap themselves. Something uh, about the sensation. Of, yeah, yeah. They kind of dip themselves in a plastic goo, let it dry, and then put a uh, like kind of a vacuum attachment into the one hole, and then they just kind of shrink themselves up. You know, I I learned this online. Some fans pointed this out to me when they were searching for shrink related content. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of times they would they would just end yep. up with pictures of women with huge feet. Uh-huh. Like basically like uh, forced perspective stuff. Okay, like uh, the rest of them was shrink? No, like this woman was like, you know, 50 feet tall. Okay. And her feet were huge. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you, you have? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's just You're not doing a very – I just, just want to say you're doing a very bad job of trying to cover up whether you saw it. It seems when like you, you say, you, oh, I mean, usually you don't say yes – after that. But I got in my head and I thought it would be too obvious if I said no. No, look. And so either, I said yes, thinking maybe either, you either, were Either you haven't gaming. seen it and you were lying or you have seen it and you just got busted because you searched for it yourself. Mm-hmm. But maybe you were searching for the shrink. It just popped up. Well, let me tell you. Let me pop up. Let me step into the let me step into the shrink I don't have a pop for a little up. bit. Yeah. There's no judgment here. If you mm. like if you like fifty feet fifty foot tall women with big old feet. That's fine. Why did that come up for the shrink? Is it like the fetish is like you 
are a shrinked man. And so now all the women's feet is so big. Mm -hmm. You've been shrink wrapped down to size. Yes. And And the guys listening will be like, well, shrink wrapping doesn't actually like shrink you. It just puts you in a very tight, a tight spot. Plastic. Yeah. uh, Encasement. Claustrophobic fetish. But you were saying if you shrink, if you uh, slow down, if you go back and slow down the pivot part of the conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah, Then I'll unpack everything. You can slow it down and there's like, I filled in every single thing. I just said that. You did a whole show? I I did a whole show within that (laughs) probably like 20 second burst. Oh. Well, then this is just bonus bonus time. But for the people that don't want to slow it down and want to listen at regular speed, we can absolutely spend the time there. It's two shows. <laughs> we could do two shows. Yeah, How many a- shows? Will you let me know when you're doing another show? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, within this one? For, that yeah, would be huge. Because yeah. then we can just kind of release those separately. Even. I'll usually speed up really fast. Okay. And it's, a very, it's a very small file for people. You know, the bonus oh, shows. Compressment. Like, for- like Pied Piper. <laughs> Inside Out. What? What? <laughs> that's not from inside inside out. Inside out compression or whatever. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right with the dicks. <laughs> uh, um, bust it again. Bust it again. <laughs> inside out compression, yeah, more shrink stuff. I was going to say you should work for micro machines. Oh yeah, RIP that guy. He died a few years ago. Oh, wow. He was, like, sort of trying to do what you did, which is do a whole commercial inside the commercial because mm-hmm. that's how he talk so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only so many ways that I can get out the word about CISO and shrink these days, you know? So I yeah. have to compress it into other statements. That's right. Because otherwise I'm going to get caught because it's still being regulated. Even you are a, 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 legally a, a drug dealer Yeah. by talking about CISO and the shrink. Well, walking around, I'm almost a drug dealer because I was on every goddamn CISO show. Yeah. They put me in every fucking show. Yeah, that's right. They couldn't get enough. They got hooked. They got hooked on me. I was CISO's little bad fucking boy. (laughs) They knew it, too. They knew it. My reps knew it, man. Oh, they got just above scale. They knew, huh? They got just above scale. They knew. They knew. They call you and tell you, Tim. It seems like you're something of a bad boy, are you? <laughs> we got I these keep on- getting these calls, and I'm beginning to think that you're CISO's bad boy. <laughs> we got these normal auditions for you. Sorry, you got to go. You got to go do a read through with the casting director. Unfortunate. You've been here a few years, but that's what it is. But we got straight offer for this other CISO show. If you want to just walk onto set, I'd be like, huh? yeah. Can I be disrespectful? Yeah. <laughs> they hope. They hope you will be. It- they don't want you to be respectful. Is set the right word for uh, for where CISO shows would film? Yeah, there yeah. was like a there was like a like a set, or was this kind of like the world is our set? Uh, no, most most of CISO shows were filmed uh, where the five and the Los Angeles River and Los Feliz Boulevard kind of connect. Oh, okay. Over yeah, like, that's a good uh, lot. Yeah, Los Feliz crossing over to Atwater Village, and when you think about the world, like they shot a lot of exteriors, yes, for bajillion dollar properties, yes, like in Beverly Hills and stuff like uh-huh. that. But most of it was just down by the Los Angeles River. A lot of it seems like zoomed in from very far away. Yeah, those exteriors of Beverly Hills are kind of almost like pixelated, like they've been blown up from maybe like six miles away. And you'll see a lot of here's another. Sometimes you'll see like a little pixelated or like blurred out thing in the bottom right, or maybe like right in the middle of the screen. Yeah, and that's where that's where they located the um, kind of watermark that said Getty Images, and they just oh, blurred that out. Oh, wow. That was a, that was a cool You can CISO do that. Trick. People can. don't know that you can zoom in on it far enough that it's blurry. That was the away. first thing that got CISO in trouble with the government because oh they were stealing God. Getty Images. Seized. Seized and, and desist. Deceased. Deceased. Uh, well, I wonder if we – so we already kind of did the show. Since you are the shrink uh, – Hmm. I wonder if we could talk about since Sean isn't here. Um, I don't know. It could kind of be interesting for me to talk about. I don't have a lot of opportunity to talk to people when Sean is not around. Oh, your face kind of changed when you said that. What's up? Well, I mean, it's just like you work with someone for a long time, and obviously, stuff just like piles up Mm -hmm. and eventually you're like oh this is normal you know you get used to things uh but when that person is not there anymore like for the past several days i've had this opportunity to think like oh like what was my life before this like what um what would i change if i could change anything i can't there's no there's no point in talking about it nothing will ever change 
But wow, just the opportunity to share it with the shrink, and maybe you could help me like you did Tony Soprano on the show. I am, to, I am CISO's The Shrink. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think all shrinks across television are mm-hmm. kind of ubiquitous. They share a lot in common. Yeah, they um, help Tony Soprano. They help Tony Soprano. Um, I mean, they've helped a lot of people. You kissed them one time. Yeah. Was that a dream? No, that was a real kiss. No, it happened real and in the dream. In the dream she in the dream you like effectively the shrink. <clears throat> yeah. Where like Tony, get you know, come here and get you know. I mean that I don't want to say that it's HBO. I don't want to say the the kind of stuff, but Oh that was that was about Tony's fantasy about the shrink, whether it was CISO's the shrink or the Sopranos the shrink. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much trust there, you feel a need to kind of take advantage of that trust sexually. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would I look forward to building enough trust that by the end of this podcast episode, potentially you're thinking something sexual about me. Well, we really did just meet, which which is funny because I was not thinking that that was where it was going to go. But you do seem to operate so quickly. Everything is so condensed with you that I thought I guess it would take longer than just this one podcast episode. Um, But I appreciate you saying out loud that that is what you are hoping I mean, to happen with us, we're that gonna, honesty is great. We're not going to follow through on that. Definitely not during the episode. You know, okay. We can we can leave it to listeners' imagination once okay. the episode is done. I am a swift operator. Wow, we're true on that. Yeah, I think that the two of us have this kind of funhouse mirror thing going on. No, I, 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 I I'm experiencing that as well. Except it's a funhouse mirror that is just like flat. <laughs> There's no like real curve in it. It's just your. I guess what you would call it is a mirror. Yeah, yeah, it's a mirror. I mean, it's tilted up a little bit because you seem to be a couple inches taller than me. Right, it is tilted so a little bit. So there's maybe up. like a five mine's degree. Tilted, mine's tilted down. Yeah, yours is tilted five degrees down. Mine's yeah. tilted five degrees up. Yeah. <clears throat> Brett, you kind of look like us too. Uh, so let's get into. He is starting to, isn't he? But this is the thing. Every new record, I would say he looks half a percent more like me and Sean, who also looks exactly like Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's. Growing, he's, he's wearing like he's, he's he's adding a layer to his lips, <laughs> and he thinks nobody notices. I, yeah, he wears. Yeah, this I've is the first you, time you've mentioned this. I've seen you take off your shoes before you go to the bathroom, and I've seen the lifts in there, buddy. He has to step yeah. out of his shoes. He has to have. Well, he has to have help coming down from his shoes. You wouldn't see me sitting here if I didn't. If I didn't do that. What? I'd be under the table. Yeah. Oh, you'd be, oh, you're that small. Okay, so when I <laughs> first like met you, tall. you were like above table size, but I guess you have been doing this for a while. Here I was thinking that just, it was for my benefit. And so I think his idea is like if I just do a tiny, tiny bit at a time, people won't notice that now my shoes are three feet tall. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, eventually I did notice. Maybe not the difference from week to week, but yeah. the big shoes, like people are noticing. When that. I first met you, I was already at like two feet. I was, I was just surpassing okay. two features. Well, if I can see so's the shrink you for a second, I think you want to fit in with Sean and Hayes. And that's uh-huh. admirable because, you know, they have they have a great rapport. Uh, you, you record a lot of these podcasts. So I don't want to spend too much time on Brett. Well, on Brett. Okay, let's yeah. – let me – let me because we are getting somewhere. We'd honestly be here for a really long time. Unfortunately, I say this as CISO's the shrink all the time. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Mm. Um, Hayes, let's deal with uh, your relationship with Sean. Let's, okay. Let's, let's dive back into it. Um, start with, uh, this is kind of like a, feel stupid even complaining about this. He's on a phone a, a lot during the show. During the show? Mm-hmm. Well, like, the like he's going through Twitter or Instagram or email. Based on the way his thumbs are moving, mm-hmm. it seems like he is on the chive. Ooh. You know how with, when you're looking at the chive, your thumbs are moving in this very delicate way because the content is so precious. Yeah. You don't want to – the chive and bar stool and like – I can tell sometimes when he's like switching back and forth from the chive and bar stool. Yeah. And being so delicate with the content and also not wanting to put his thumb too much on the screen because that would obscure the chiving. Yeah. And he's got to chive on. Yes. And he is keeping very calm and chiving on. <clears throat> um, let me use a CISO the shrink tactic that I think is just going to put you at ease and, mm-hmm. and kind of continue to open you up, let okay. you kind of blossom okay. uh, when it comes to divulging what's going on between between you and Sean. Um, noticing someone's thumbs mm. is very observant. 
So I am. I have. I've always kind of thought of myself as being the kind of person. Let me reinforce who that. notices details. Let me reinforce that. That's you where are. my comedy comes from too. A lot of specifics. Right. Satan. Satan is in the details. Yeah. Satan, like the tofu, the vegan stuff, and that is kind That's of a, a detail specific. that I've That's noticed. A nice detail. That is especially in LA. You went even further because the 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 phrase "devil in the details." I said Satan is in the details, yes. but I pronounced it a bit bizarre. And yeah. you all of a sudden jumped. Several levels down to yeah. Satan, which is a vegan substitute for me. Right, the substitute to uh, Treat Williams. <laughs> and I can do that three or four times in a row before I get too tired to do it anymore. So, But that was observing something that you said. So, yes, I have always thought that that was something I could do. Sean has always said that I'm not – that he's the one who's really good at that kind of observational comedy and noticing what words people said, doing a little uh, twist up on it. Okay. All right. But you you notice these things <clears throat> about Sean, and, and perhaps he's not really – if he's sensitive and he's observant about other things, maybe he's not noticing that his thumb movement during a podcast episode yeah. is affecting you this way. Yeah. No, I know. I, I know. I don't think he is. Yeah. And that's – and I honestly, I don't blame him. The stuff that's going on on his phone looks really funny. And cool, and they got smoke shows. You seen this barstool sports? <laughs> you seen these smoke shows? Yeah, I'm not. I'm having a hard time doing a podcast. So if he, Brett's like, oh, I don't know. Is Sean married? Yes, he is married um, to a woman that he is friends with, and his name's Steffi Graf. Whoa! Yeah, <clears throat> one of the best tennis players of all time, or just uh, has the same name. No, that is, I think, the real Steffi Graf. Whoa, you've never spent time with her. I have spent time with her. Okay. Um, Sean and I will go look at her house a lot. Okay. And um, he'll be like, my wife is in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he'll be like, yeah, and he'll just sort of talk about like, yeah, it's just like so weird being married. My wife is like right in the house right now. Oh, man. You know? And, and I, of course, I'm in a relationship where I am... Uh, the husband of Carrie Ann Moss, mm-hmm. but she is not my wife. Okay. According to a relationship that, like, an arrangement that we have worked out. This, like, progressive thing, you know, marriage doesn't have to be this one thing anymore. Sure, it's still evolving. I and mean, we're yes. in a period of transition from kind of old dynamics of uh, kind of social construction to something new. Yeah. We don't really have the, the, the tools yet available to define what those things yeah, are. Yeah, there's not the word for this. No, there isn't. But yes. I, I do see you're wearing a traditional wedding ring to symbolize yes. your love and union with Carrie Ann Moss. Yes. So, you know. Kudos to you for uh, showing yourself a little bit of respect. I woke up one morning uh, from having spent the night with her, and it was on, and it doesn't come off anymore. <laughs> so, and that's what it's like. That's what marriage is. You know, it's kind of a metaphor for this whole marriage thing. You know, yeah, you can't get it off. But Sean is—that's been an ongoing thing. My relationship with Carrie Ann. I think he is jealous of it. It takes me away from him sometimes, and he's like, "Oh, like that sucks. Like you and Carrie Ann have to like hang out together so much. Me and Steffi kind of have our own thing, mm-hmm. um, where she's in that house, I'm in my dad's house. Like, like they 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 have this very loose arrangement. Um, but and he kind of makes me feel guilty about that. I do have to, yes, occasionally spend time go to Pumpkin Patch with Carrie Ann Moss, like. That kind of thing. And he still lives with his dad? He lives in a, what is technically a separate unit. Uh, I thought you were a fan of the show. A uh, separate unit, uh, but I understand you're in shrink mode. You have to pretend you're not a fan of the show. You're doing CISO's The Shrink. I'm doing CISO's The and Shrink. And it's not the same universe. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for calling you on that. Now I realize what you're doing. I'm being David Tracy, CISO's The Shrink. Obviously, uh-huh. CISO shows. Where do you come up with these names, by the way? Those names? Yeah. That was named after a real guy who happened to be a doctor, and it kind of happened, like the story kind of happened to him in a similar way. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're not allowed to do, you just use the guy's name? No, we changed the spelling of it. David was spelled R-A-L-F-H. Oh, yeah. Ralph. Yeah. Huh. Uh, okay, so Sean and I, Sean, uh, Sean li- does live technically next to his dad underneath like a kind of next to that's below. Okay. Um, and it has a separate entrance. It's so like first floor. First floor. First floor is the one above the ground. Okay. His is like the negative first floor. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, like and it, Raid Chaussée, as the Europeans would call it. Yes. Specifically the French. Ra- yes, Raid Chaussée. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a separate entrance is a window. Okay. And steps that go down. Uh, he has made steps. 
the window does not have te- like steps below it. It's one of those little windows that can, is kind of peeking out above the ground. Yeah. And you go in through the window, and he has made steps out of DVD cases. Okay. I'm not going to say this all the time, but explain further. Okay. <sighs> Big house on the top. Uh-huh. Above the ground, right? Little window, right, going down into the space that's below the ground. They dig out a room okay. below the ground. Hmm. There, but there's a little, little window peeking out that you can kind of see into the below part. Okay. I'm almost never going to say this, but I don't get it. Keep going. Open the window, mm-hmm. and you have to get through the window to go inside down into the below part under the ground below the big house on top. Right, right. Uh, and to get down there, you glue a bunch of DVD cases together in the shape of steps uh-huh. that you can kind of crawl down right. to get into this apartment that is sort of upside down below the ground. Again, something that's very rare coming out of my mouth, but yeah. not quite clicking for me. need a little bit more explanation. If you take a room, mm-hmm. normal room, sitting on top of the ground, yeah. dig a hole, yeah. sink the room below the ground. Uh-huh. This is where hole. Sean lives. It's not a sinkhole. He explained this to me because, okay. our, because of the time our... We were driving along and did fall into a sinkhole. And I said, I no, this that. is kind of like where you live. And he's like, no, it's not. This is very different. This is, I was like, oh, this is like, this is your house. We're at your house. And he said, no, this is much more dangerous than my house. Right. This is a sinkhole. Yes. Okay. Now now I think I understand the difference, at least between a sinkhole and where Sean lives. Yes. Um, the danger. Yeah. Still don't quite understand what his living arrangement is. It's a basement. <clears throat> oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Uh, and he lives down there. I don't keep. I did answer your question. Oh no! I yeah, I meant. I meant back to the. Now I'm sad. Yeah, yeah. I'm satisfied with that. I understand. Oh, keep going on other on, yeah, on a I, different on thing. other thing. I understand where he lives now and what his living arrangement is. So yeah, um, so just that, like a lot of jealousy, always kind of flying around with seemingly like everything I do. So I'm doing this new show now. Oh, on my own. Okay. Where I uh, review Funko Pops. Uh, you know Funko Pops? Mm, no. Did they ever do CISO Funko Pops? Mm, no. I think that they was might in, have done them. That was in development, I think, when the plug got pulled. So okay. Uh, so I have. Will you, Brett? Will you search Funko Pops? So search. Funko. So the shrink can see Funko Pops. You really don't can know. You these? Slow down the word. It's two words. Sounds like Brett doesn't know it either. You don't know Funko Pops? Whoa! You're just blazing through it. Those are two words? Yes, Funko Pops. Okay. Thank you. Did you look for it? No. I will now. Everyone, so you can understand what I'm talking about. Search Funko Pops. You don't know these? This is the most famous toys. And these actually are famous. I thought they were uh, lollipops. No. These sound like famously unknown toys. No, these are, once you see a picture, you'll say, oh, yeah, so those are Funko Pops. I know what what these are now. It's Will not, you show him, please? Yeah, yeah a, these look like bobbleheads. They don't bobble. The heads don't move. Okay, so they're. Have you seen those before? They're bobbles mm-hmm. Yeah. They're I've d- seen them. You have seen those. They're dolls with big heads. I have a Lars Ulrich. They're not dolls. They're tiny little dolls. They have tiny bodies and they have they're big figurines. heads. They're figurines. They do. Yes, they have big heads. I guess that's one way to put it. Um. They they have them for basically every character that was ever invented. And I have every single one. But some are. They're not all of the same quality. People are like, oh, they all these Funko Pops look exactly the same. They have the same eyes. And it's just like if it's the Joker, he has Joker hair or whatever. But some are much better likenesses than others. Hmm. So along comes the Funko Pops review show where when a new Funko Pops comes out, I review the Funko Pops. And you do this uh, in a podcast? I do this in my own podcast that I am doing on my own time, a passion project that I have been pursuing for years and laying the groundwork for Sean saying, like, no, I'll still do Hollywood Handbook, but I want to do Funko Pops Review Show. Is this an escape patch for you? I don't I don't necessarily think of it that way. It allows me to be myself. Let me ask you a question, be brutally honest. If... The Funko Pops podcast takes off. Would you leave Hollywood Handbook? <sighs> the Funko Pops pod- podcast is getting huge enough that this is a question that I have started to ask myself. 
here I am at the beginning thinking this would be just like a fun release thing, a fun side thing. But every time I post an episode, people say, make them longer. Review more Fungo Pops. Review more kinds of toys. Wow. Review bobbleheads. See, Brett here saying like, oh, it's like, it's like uh, yeah. you should do bobbleheads too. When he said Isn't that a it? second ago. Yeah, I was listening. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. And there's almost oh, as many bobbleheads as Funko Pops. Now, yeah, because they're they're different. Apparently, do you think that once Funko Pops are more widely known, because they're, fa- they're famously known, the most famous toy. Do you think? And when you saw them, you did recognize that, that you had seen them before, and you just were not educated. He's on confidentiality. It's like about the name of them. Can I? Okay, yeah, I'm wait, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry again. Did you, were you doing, the, the shrink doesn't know what Funko Pops are? Is like, that's a character thing of his? Yeah, Can I, I talk to Tim for a second? Okay, yeah. That's Do you know, you know what Funko Pops are? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Can I go back into character? I lose track. And the characters are so different, it is. Well, they, all right. But here, and here's some, it's I, my fault. I, I didn't want to say this, I didn't want to say this as the character. Because um, I really couldn't, because the character technically doesn't know. But as Tim, I can tell you that like Funko Pops doesn't exist in the CISO reality. Uh, licensing right. reasons. Well, no, I just think like CISO made a decision. There oh. are certain things that we're going to exclude from CISO reality. Oh, like to a kinda... sort of Black Mirror dystopia scenario. Yeah, no Funko Pops. Exactly. So, and, and that's why everyone's probably acting so crazy on these shows. Well, yeah. Some get very mad. Well, the situations they are in tend to yeah. be comedic. Dean Dragonwagon. <laughs> You remember how mad he would get? Oh, he would get furious. Well, why? He had it all. I'm watching, well, but he didn't have the one thing, something he didn't even know how to describe in this universe, mm. which is a little doll with a big head. And his name is Funko Pops. You think that's why he was furious all the time? Well, I did wonder why that was never brought up as a solution of giving him these toys to play with. Well, he was the, kind of the closest to the sun when it, in terms of the CISO universe. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm still talking as Tim right now. Yeah. Uh, evaluating, you know, Dean Dragonwagon and uh, the show that he was on. Yes. Yeah. Bergeron. Yeah, Bergeron. Um, and we had Cool Up on here. You did? Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. How many, like, like three times. Three times? Yeah. Am I the last person from CISO to get on this fucking show? <laughs> Almost certainly. Uh, Is there one bajillion dollar person? Uh, 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 Dan, uh, a dude. You haven't had Dan a dude on? No, no dude. Oof. But we did call. Tawny called. We No, he has been on. We got his voicemail. Tawny called him during our show. So I'm the last Virgilian. And we heard his voicemail. And so you're the last one from Virgilian. I'm the last Virgilian? Yes, you are absolutely the last one. I mean, it makes sense. You can't have someone. You can't have the, the straight mirror version of you guys on the show right away. That's yeah. a very bad message to the rest of the Virgilian cast. Yes. And there is always a risk with having you on the show that you would easily replace us and no one would notice. That's uh, like, I would show up next, like you, the, by, the, by the end of the show, you would do sort of a duck season, rabbit season thing and start calling me Tim. I would go back into the world as Tim, never knowing the life that I used to have. I would use your skills to my advantage in my regular life, send you out as Tim yes. to accomplish the things that I couldn't accomplish in my life. Right. And then I would stay here. I'd record the podcast. I'd come back. Yeah. I'd kind of tag you out or put you to sleep, and inoculate sure. you somehow. Yeah. yeah. Here's the only problem with that plan. Basically the same skills. <laughs> you go out there and kind of be like, oh, this is pretty much what I was working with before. I don't know. I haven't bagged Carrie Ann Moss, man. And that, again, that is not the word that I would use, uh, although there is a bag involved. Look, it sounds like you made love hard enough one night that you woke up with a, with a wedding band on. <sighs> is that how it works? Because that's what I've been trying is to do. Is that how it works? And I still got naked fingers. So. Hard enough? Well, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe it's, up? Maybe it's because I'm. <laughs> I know. I didn't bring gloves. It's like 100 degrees outside. So It's just weird to show up. It's for most like of the. And again, it's only because I'm in. I'm talking to the shrink. Okay, so I'm I'm back as CISO's the shrink. Yes, and thank you. Could, you. That you would could. make it a lot easier if you could do the shrink face while I'm talking to about this kind of thing. Hey, look at me. I've transformed again. I'm CISO's. I the know, shrink. and that's why it's 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 my fault for not being able to distinguish between the characters because the face you make when you're doing the shrink is unrecognizable as, can as, as can Tim. I give you yes. one other way to differentiate between the two, not yes. just my like the face. Yes. Status. 
As Tim Baltz, I'm insanely high status because I know that's how things get done in Hollywood. Take no fucking goddamn prisoners. Yes. You step on people's throats. Mm-hmm. You tie their hands behind their back. You slap them. You put them out in the middle of the street. You ridicule them. Mm-hmm. That's how you get ahead in this town. Mm-hmm. This town's gritty. It's tough. Yeah. All right? That's what Los Feliz is like. That's where I yes. live. Yes. Yeah. But CISO's the Los the podcast. Oh, is there you, one? Yeah. Freaking Morgan Murphy hosts it. Is it great? She She's a very popular comedian. Does she just talk about Los Feliz? It's the only thing that they ever talk about. And they got a stop sign put in somewhere. So you, you should listen to that show, Tim. Well, you know, Tim, the person has been living in New York for a little while, following the news. Yeah. It's been a real grind. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm back. I'm loving Los Feliz. I'm ready to be high status. But CISO's the shrink. Yes. Super low status. Oh, okay. In fact, I use my high status to, to claim primarily low status roles. Wow. Yeah. Because I think... There's just so much more leverage from low status. And people want like to see themselves on screen, too. Yeah, and there's a lot of sad sack low status morons out there. Yes. They're just clamoring for someone to get stepped on on screen. Yes. Uh, do you mind if I speak to the shrink? Yeah, okay. For a minute? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the shrink. Well, well yeah. he's just saying that Brett, he's... Brett, yeah, you're looking at me from Tim the side. Tim Balta's career. <laughs> yes, that's right. Sorry, he can't see the side of your face that is doing the most changing... <laughs> It's like Two Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice pull. <laughs> Dude, so good thing there's a character called Three Face. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, for most of my um, intimacy with Sean, this is with Carrie Ann. Okay, as you were alluding to. Uh, I don't know how you re- like really picked up on this, but for most of it, I am in uh, the, uh, a bag. We call it the bag. But it is a bag. <laughs> it is a... It smells like a bathroom trash bag. <laughs> like... Smaller than most bags. Sm- it's small. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, head size. And I think it's like a few layers of it. So it just covers your head? It covers my head, my feet, uh, for some of the stuff I'm going to be walking in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I punch through a couple of my hands and wear them on my shoulders as well. I think that's because she says my shoulders are not really like defined enough, Kinda like rounded sloped. off enough. They are a little bit sloped. And so... We add a couple layers of bathroom trash bags to erase the slope. So, and this is all kind of just being done to me. Do you feel like you're in an abusive relationship with Carrie Ann Moss? Uh, that is a word that I am not allowed to use. She doesn't allow you to use or it. Or hear. She doesn't allow you to use it or hear it? Whoever is out on... So... While the bag is on, it's kind of hard to know who is telling me what to do. So, I don't. I'm. I'm not really sure if that is is coming from her or some of the other people that seem to be involved. Once the bag is on, do you see her before the bag goes on? Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes after, and sometimes like when I woke up with the ring on. That, uh, I hadn't seen her for a couple days before that and did not see her before the bag went on. It's a little like being renditioned. Mm. (laughs) If you've ever been renditioned before. I've watched people get renditioned. Oh, you've seen, okay, so you're calling a lot of those in. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You make a phone call. You hide behind a fire hydrant. Watch the van come up. Watch the hood go on. Yes, I've, of course, done that. Um, I do it to my friends. Yes, it's you know? like it's a really good friend prank. Yeah, to my enemies I get on Twitter, but to my friends, you just get on. Uh, yeah, I just get on. I just rendition them. Oh, okay. I put on my little red jumpsuit. I hide behind a fire hydrant. I watch them get renditioned. Mm-hmm. Now, when you woke up with this wedding band on, yeah, did you feel like it was a symbol of something? Um, it was hot. 
And so that I thought could have been some kind of metaphor for it felt you know what it felt like? It had just been smelted. And that would have explained some of the smell. I guess is where the word smelted comes from. Definitely. Or, yeah, or vice versa. Might be where smell comes oh, from. Oh, yeah. Someone smelted something be. and was like, what's that uh, sensation in my nostrils? There was this very metallic smell and smokiness happening in the, outside the bag mm-hmm. that night. A lot of people there gathered around, hands on the bag like Blair Witch. They sounded like, I don't want to, I don't know if this is like the PC thing, the PC term. They sounded like dwarves. Hey, we're in a safe space. You could say dwarves as much as you want to me. But not like people say like, oh, like like they had like high voices or something. No. They had like the low voice, but like that it was like a colony of dwarves. Right. And this is like their specialty. From inside the mountain. They live in Griffith Park. Yes. Maybe they live in Griffith Park. You mean dwarves with like a V. You talk about that on Los Fields of the Podcast. Yeah, I bet they do, yeah. I mean dwarves with a V, yes. Right. I don't think – I think that's totally That's different. Oh, okay. Well, Brett knows all about this stuff. Jeez. Shrink? Dwarves? Love to see your browser what? history, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shoe lifts. Are, now, are you Tim right now, or are you the shrink? Yeah, definitely. You're, he wants to sh- know who he's showing his browser history to. <laughs> as a shrink, you shouldn't be talking to Yeah, I know. Like, but if he's, it, if he's showing it to the shrink, it's pretty safe. It's not gonna, I'm not know, gonna, it's not airing on CISO anymore. I'm not going to judge you for that. You're not a character in episode nine of The Shrink. <laughs> You know, which would have been a great episode, by the way. We had season two all figured out. Oh, if you could get Brett. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that'd be I'll so say great. it would have been a great episode. And we'd take your shoes off at the end of the episode, and people would be like, ah, he was that short the whole time? <laughs> Never been seen before. Never been seen before. And then the shrink theme song would play. The iconic song. <laughs> God, I love that song. No, I was stepping outside of the shrink as Tim to roast you. Okay, gotcha. Your browser history is uh, quite a quite a cocktail. Uh, so back is the shrink. Yeah. Um, and so they smelted this thing onto your finger, which is probably why it hasn't been able to come off. Yeah. It's probably melted onto your finger. That would explain yeah, it still other smells. smells. Yeah. Now, I, I, I don't I, – all of that was lovely to hear. I'm not sure how – I want to know how it relates to your relationship with Sean. Okay. He's not here. Why, how does that make you feel? He's with yeah. Stevie Graff. You're with Carrie Ann Moss sometimes. Right. But do you feel like he bailed on you today? Do you feel like – I feel like – so I think a lot of what I'm getting from my relationship with Carrie Ann is kind of like – well, at least while this is all going on, at least she's not on her phone while we're recording a podcast. You know what I mean? Does she record that Funko Pop podcast with you? No, I'm a little scared to tell her about it. But although I actually did a really nice episode where I reviewed my the person who I am husband to. Sorry, not my wife. Uh, I reviewed her Funko Pops. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it sexy to see her head that big and her body that little? Don't get me. I ha- yeah, Brett, you're baiting we, me right now. <laughs> yeah, you're about to. You're gonna bait yourself when we're done. <laughs> for sure. All right, back is the shrink. Uh, it's just yeah, the kind of. Um, are they the same person? Do you think that Carrie Ann Moss hmm. and Sean are the same people to you? Would you? Well, actually, I would even non-metaphorically. I have been sort of wondering if they are the same person. Their hair's the same length, for sure. I've seen pictures of Sean. Never met him. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've, I've seen Carrie Ann Moss at Little Doms, obviously, in the John Hammond. Obviously, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, friend of Earwolf. Little Doms? Little, little John. Little John, John Hamm? Yes. Of course. Oh. Uh, surely you've done one of those famous comedy Bang Bang episodes. That he was on? Yes. No, I haven't. Oh, well, we've had the opportunity to do ads promoting those episodes. So a true honor to even just be tangentially involved in the promotion of, of those famous episodes. Let's go back uh, just a bit to Sean and Carrie Ann Moss potentially being the same. Being the same person. And let, let me ask yes. you one question that, again, is— Similar is, athletic build. Absolutely. I think the same kind of charisma on camera, mm-hmm. at least in still photos that I've seen. Yeah. Let me ask you a question that cuts right to the core again. And I'm sorry, I've asked you so many of these as CISO's the shrink. If it were socially acceptable 
for two hosts of the same podcast to be together. Do you think you and Sean would be together? Um, Is Carrie Ann Moss a replacement for what you can't have with Sean? Because of what society tells you. you because we're because we host it because we host the same podcast and you look the same. Yeah. I uh, I'd feel uncomfortable being with you because we've done a podcast episode now and we kind of look the same. Right. So is this a change of plans? Because you said I, you said earlier that it was going to lead towards us potentially being together. Or is this, okay, sorry. I don't want to jump ahead for you. This is like that you sort of lead me off the track and then you get me back on potentially. If listeners will slow down probably like the last 15 seconds, <laughs> there is a bonus episode in there that kind of <laughs> explains the quandary that you just okay. posed. Um, yeah, I don't know why it's suddenly, it's just like the like this unspoken rule in society that people who host a podcast can't be together. I don't think Paul and June Day and Rachel should have had to get divorced. Yeah, it was hard for their kids. I and their for charity, a podcast and their charity work. Really yes, suffered. yeah. Um, I you know I don't think Leonard Malton and his daughter who do a, do a show together should have to not be father and daughter anymore. I think you should be allowed to be in the same family with the person that you host a podcast with. And I don't know why. And Baron Vaughn is part of that family, right? I don't think so anymore. Okay. I think, I think let's put it this way. I think Leonard Malton and Baron Vaughn are allowed to be married now. Because their chemistry was electric. It seemed like they were. It could be that. Grew up together. That it could be that he replaced Baron Vaughn with his daughter because he said, well, let's, we're going to get married. Me and Baron Vaughn are just going to get married. The podcast, oh, right. the podcast, the, the the marriage is more important than the podcast. But what I'm saying is, I don't think he does that show anymore. Um, and also, Brett, keep taking it down a notch. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, that was just a quick Tim, right? Yeah, that was okay. yeah. I stepped out for a second. Step okay. in, stepping back in, what what would you? What resolution would you like to see you and Sean arrive at through this? What what are you what are you most worried about and what's your ideal paint the ideal scenario friendship wise with you and Sean forget and about Sean? forget about the sexual stuff let's take that out for now okay it's always going to be there um, as Brett knows me and Sean uh, we ideal situation ideal situation just just show me what it looks like okay um we live. Uh, together uh, in the house from uh, Iron Man uh, but it has it has more like medieval stuff it's not like the exact Sweet. same house it's like in the same location and some of the the pool's the same um, but it has more like medieval like castle-y elements same technology uh, yes but it's more like a steampunky thing so it's like very futuristic technology, but as if it were invented in medieval times. It's still and more animatronic characters and stuff. Okay, so surrounded by glass still, so that people can see from the outside. Stained uh, like medieval. Oh, it's glass. glass. Telling stories of the friendship that me and Sean have. Okay, a bit like well, almost like Beauty and the Beast. This is making me think of Beauty and the Beast. Um. Okay. That was very for, accurate. It's kind medieval. of it's kind of for boys. It's more for boys than that. Okay. Beauty and the Beast is for girls. Ours is more um the uh the King Arthur movie that came out last year. Oh yeah. The Charlie Hunnam one? Oh yeah. That's more our thing. Okay. That's for boys. Um and I have a studio, I do a Funko Pops review show. Who engineers that? Okay, fine, Brett, you can be you can live in the house too. So Brett lives in the house. Okay. <laughs> Let's give him like Seems a basement like a room. He's engineer for Funko Pops Review Show. Okay. Um, yeah, you live in the dungeon. Uh, cool. Yeah, which. Yeah, he likes that. Yeah. It'll probably turn into a sex dungeon pretty quickly if <laughs> Brett has anything to do with it. Uh, and there's Funko Pops um, of me and Sean. Like medieval Funko Pops? 
You guys that could like, be extremely fun. Really small chain mail because the bodies yeah. are small from what you've told me about Funko Pops. And yeah, and you have seen them and you know what they are. Yeah, so it's not before. just that I told you. Uh, uh, yeah, we could be wearing chain mail and uh, see, I have to see the armor on her head. You wouldn't know it was us. Maybe the eye, the visor's open. The eyes are kind of all the same for Funko Pops. Uh, maybe it's detachable. They have never done that before. Funko Pops don't have a lot of moving parts, or you need, I have tools that can kind of separate some of the parts and reapply them so you can sort of mix and match <sighs> Hawkeye Man's body to uh, the the, uh, the Riddler's head. Quick sidebar. <laughs> Do you have a Funko Pop of uh, uh, CISO's The Shrink? So I have made Funko Pops uh, with this kind of mixing and matching for every CISO character. Really? Yes. Uh, and Dean Dragon Wagon has one? Dean Dragon Wagon has one. Probably the first one he made. Yes. Uh, I took the mustache from Rob Delaney's character at Deadpool, who they did Funko Pops for, uh, and put it on the head of just uh, like a generic Funko Pop, uh, like mold. <laughs> and that was Dean Dragon Wagon. CISO's uh, the shrink Funko Pop. Uh, the head is um, Chad Michael Murray. That same like hair flavor. <laughs> I have styled the hair, mm-hmm. so it's a little different. But Chad Michael Murray head. Um, and the bottom is Pee Wee Herman's suit body. Oh, great bottom. Right? Yeah. Oh, look at Brett's eyes pop when I said that. <laughs> you stare right at me as you're saying these suggestive things. Well, yeah. so that's how he sees what your eyes are doing. Out of the corner of my pop. eye, I could see the, the whites get you so much bigger. You yeah. don't want to see the opposite of Funko Pop eyes. Your eyes got so big, your eyebrows disappeared, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, does that, yes. Yes, this is so my this, so, so. in a fantasy world. This is the life that Sean and I and Brett have. All right, then follow up question: What's what's the obstacle, or what are the obstacles standing in the way of you and Sean having that life together? Uh, I would say society's uh, regressive attitude towards podcast hosts being in love, uh, and the house Iron Man already lives there. So those are the two. <laughs> those are big ones. I feel like the first one is changing. All right. Okay. I think thanks to kind of everyone realizing that love is love. Yeah. And that we shouldn't stand in the way of that. And yeah. then thanks to thanks to honestly the people that really paved the way on this is the Sklars because people tried to make them not brothers anymore. And that has proven extremely hard to do. They can't do it. No. And then the second thing is Iron Man is going to die someday if he hasn't already. No. I Well, so look. His friggin' uh, magic heart mm-hmm. is always at risk of exploding himself nuclear blast. Yes. And hurt pepper pots. Imagine they hug and she hugs too hard, nuclear blast. And that would be awful, but then I get to live in his house. Yeah. Uh, I, until then, Sean and I have occasionally gotten a little impatient, go to the house and receive a blasting from possibly the real Iron Man, more likely one of his now thousands of. Uh, AI-controlled uh, Iron Man suits. See, this is why th- that dream is is, is potentially never going to happen. Because even if Iron Man dies, the, every single one of those suits. suits could lay claim to the house and pretend to be Iron Man and just be like, I don't feel like getting out of the suit today. Yes. that And honestly, that is probably the next movie. I hope you guys are characters in that movie. But I will... Not from your lips. Let, let me just... It's basically my lips. Yeah, our lips. <laughs> our lips are joined. <laughs> all right, Brett. Well, this is where it's going. <laughs> yeah, all right, Brett. All right, relax, Brett. Relax. So I, I, I hate to say this. I, 
I hate to say that your dreams your dreams are shit and they'll never come true. But there is something to say for setting expectations at a reasonable level so that you get a sense of achievement when you achieve them. Mm-hmm. And, and I think what you've done is you've you've set you and Sean up for these unrealistic expectations. Okay. That well, set, yeah, set a reasonable achie- achievement level for us. Get a one-bedroom in Culver City together. Okay. How about for the show, popularity of this show? <laughs> That's where Popular, I live. Popular... Yeah. All right, all right. We just randomly picked Brett, it. I didn't have to say that's the lowest like, expectation. Oh, that's this. You guys are in my bedroom. You drive from relax, Cal- Brett. You drive from Culver City to Hollywood almost every day. Yes, I do. Oh, that's a grind. Yeah, and you notice that that's he was why I look like this. Almost five minutes late today. Oof, that's tough. What do you take, uh, rim powder, Rampart? I actually take Crunshaw. Really? Usually, yeah. You shouldn't say this stuff out loud. If it's a better shortcut, you should keep it to yourself. No, that's why I said that's that. That's Tim telling you. <laughs> oh, so you're misleading people? You don't take Crenshaw? What? Now, now you're the shrink getting in my head. No, no, this is Tim. Is he do, is, what does that face look like, Tim? Does that look like the shrink? Does it look it's like shrink? It's so hard to is, tell. Is one side of his face burned off, basically? I'm no. I'm looking at his fingers more yeah, than these are, this, these Because these when he's the shrink, he's pointing guns with his hands, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, which is a very low-status thing to do. Right, right now, I'm giving you a very high status face, and I'm judging okay. you harshly okay. for whatever your shortcut is to get from Culver City to Hollywood. Which, by the way, you should feel secure enough in this job to move fucking closer to Hollywood, buddy. <laughs> you can't live in Culver City. I don't know. I mean, he could feel secure enough in doing this job. I think the company. <laughs> I mean, any second now, you know, there's oh, no yeah. one else here. Yeah. Right? It's just us. His offices are dead. It's they been lay, like that for a long time. They lay people off? And uh, Look, I haven't been keeping track really of whether the show's been coming out. I just come in here. I talk into this thing. They tell me it's on the internet. Well, you're clearly more, more focused on your Funko Pop podcast right Yeah, now. I got other stuff. I got a, a million irons on the fire. Uh, You know, like if Brett... Have they told you anything? They say, oh, we're moving to a different floor. I've never seen that floor. I haven't either. I supposedly designed it. What is it, second floor? Uh, Yeah. Second floor? Okay, now I know. Let's this not is... give away where we are. You're saying second floor is already too much well, information. We're on, like, what, the 16th floor? Are you doing that thing where you mislead? Yeah, this is my Crenshaw moment. Brett. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I know... So something Brett just said has me realizing that this move is fake. Brett just said he designed the new office. And what makes what I think happened is it gave Brett a sheet of computer paper and a colored pencil. And they and they let you do a little design, right? Yeah. And they said we'll take this and now this is going to be our new office. Pretty much. I don't know. That's not, that is not ever going to be an office. Well, studio. It's a pro studio that I draw. That's what you draw? <laughs> yeah. What did it have draw. in it? Yeah. When you draw <laughs> pro studio, what did you draw, Brett? Pro studio <laughs> written on the top. Yeah, well, of course. You title it. You write Pro Studio. Uh-huh. Did a bunch of, like, <laughs> what drew you? cool mi- mics and shit. Yeah, you drawed them? Yeah. Yeah, drew a guitar. Yeah. Uh, sweet, like, whammy bar. This sounds, table. Like, this sounds like a Homestar Runner sketch or something. I don't, I'm not familiar. Let me guess, are you in the in the drawing as well? Well, yeah. How uh-huh. else would I... And there's an arrow pointing at you that says the boss of Earwolf. No, I don't know. That I did not. You do know it. how that got there? No. <laughs> I think you drew it. Yeah, you drew it, buddy. <laughs> I have no idea how that got there. There's a bunch of arrows pointing to me, um, and with like the cool emoji, the sunglasses. You 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 draw that. I drawed all of that. Ugh. How long has it been in the show? Um, 
It's been an hour and four minutes. Look, four we seconds. have to get down to the real business of being here. Save CISO. <laughs> Bring it back. You, as pa- as fans, have the power to save it. And the real fans know it is operating underground, and you can tap into it still for three ninety nine a month, the cost of a latte, although not in Los Feliz. It's probably gone up to four ninety nine right now. And six, if you're going to tip and be nice. And don't tip change, tip a dollar. Uh, you can access it. However, it is illegal right now to access it until Trump deregulates it's the rest of it. pirate television. That's true. Punk. I was in Europe recently. and It's and, Empire Records, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, you were in Europe. I was in Europe, and people came up to me, and they said, Oh, this is so this is so. I torrented torrent your show. I torrent Bajillion. I torrent. I discovered your show on the Pirate's Bay. I, <laughs> Uh, the Pirates Bay has Jay looking for slap you shut up fucker. It has uh, it, uh, take my wife. It has uh, seesaw your shrink. It has um, what all the other seesaw shows. <laughs> Besser breaks the record. Besser breaks the record. Ah, <laughs> oh, Besser. He bro- Matthew Bessel. <laughs> Matthew Bessel. <laughs> Le UCP4 Le game Le if this then what Le the mode Le cyanide et happiness Le le gel pile bad boy uh, bring it back. We tired of stealing it. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they told me. And they want more people to seed it, at least. At least, at least. <laughs> Not enough seeding going on for the CISO no. show. So uh, hopefully, and I know you. It sounds like you and Sean are going to be well. You're going to be fine. He's going to be back. He's going to suck all the honey out of these snails. He's yeah. Gonna, he's going to get the payload. He'll, uh-huh. he'll be out for a day or two. He'll be in withdrawal. Yeah, and very sunburnt. Very Based on some of the selfies. But, you know, you leave him on the sidewalk in a pile of sugar water. He's going to be mm-hmm. okay. He'll rehydrate himself. He'll mm-hmm. be back in the studio. And the real point, saving CISO will happen. You know? Save CISO. Watch Shrink on the NBC app. It's never too late to get Twitter hashtags trending. Save CISO. I've done my part. And thank you for having me on. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.